is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. Welcome to Catholic Review Radio. My name is Father Brian Nolan. I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are blessed to have Father Chris Alar with us. The topic tonight is Divine Mercy, a Timely Message, and the Promise of Divine Mercy. Father Chris Alar is the Provincial Superior of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception in the United States. He's a popular preacher and teacher on EWTN and on many different ways. He's written several books. A special welcome to you, Father Chris. Thank you, Father Brian. Honored to be with you. You know, what a great blessing. It is a a timeless message and a timely message. Some people have heard of divine mercy, but just give Mm -hmm. us a summary. What is the message of mercy and why did the Lord appear to St. Faustina? Well, what makes it so critically important is it's, it's very unique in the history of our church in the fact that it's both a message and a devotion. Most Catholics know that devotions are technically optional in the Catholic church, but what they don't realize is the message of divine mercy is not optional. The message of divine mercy is timeless because it goes all the way back to the garden. Adam and Eve in the fall, you know, God could have banished mankind forever, but rather had mercy. And he gave us the blueprints, what we easily refer to as the ABCs of mercy, kind of a little acronym to remember. A is just ask for God's mercy. And basically, Adam and Eve, they didn't ask for God's mercy. They tried to make excuses. B is be merciful to each other. Adam and Eve didn't be merciful to each other. They blamed each other. And then C, completely trust in God's mercy. All three of these things are needed for heaven. If we're lacking any one of the three, we can't get to heaven. And why is completely trust C, completely trust in God's mercy, the most important? That is because we don't, Jesus told St. Faustina, we don't receive grace without the vessel of trust. And instead of trusting what did Adam and Eve do, they hid, you know, they hid from God. So how does this tie together? Well, basically, God has been trying to give that message, the ABCs, the message of mercy, which is all scriptural, to us broken mankind for centuries. And we're stiff-necked. We're, we're broken. We're, we're sinners. We're, we're, we're in need. And what does God do? For centuries, trying to raise up great prophets and saints, we don't listen Finally, he gets in the 20th century to a little nun, basically saying, Mm -hmm. this is it. Everything's culminating. And he told St. Faustina, he appears to this nun in Poland in the 1930s, basically says divine mercy is mankind's last hope of of salvation. And he made it very, this is why it's timely. So it's timeless because it goes to the beginning of Adam Mm -hmm. and Eve. And it's timely because our Lord said, you, Faustina, will help prepare the world for my final coming. And he basically gave what we call the devotion of divine mercy, which are five Mm -hmm. new channels of grace that he gave to her that we know by the acronym Finch, like a little bird, F-I-N-C-H. And the uh, acronym is easy. 
The F is for the feast of divine mercy. The I is for the image of divine mercy. Mm -hmm. N is for the novena of divine mercy. C is for the chaplet of divine mercy. And H is for the hour of divine mercy, which is three o'clock. Now, why did our Lord do this? Because we haven't been living the message of mercy, our ABCs. So he gave us this devotion, the five elements, Finch, to help us engage in deeper devotional practice that will help us to live the message of mercy. And Mm -hmm. that is why it's timely today. And Jesus said, if you don't pass through the doors of my mercy, you must pass through the doors of my justice. And we need the doors of mercy. So this is the way he gave us. Well, my brother-in-law's father was a fallen away Catholic. He was an evangelical Christian, very fervent in his faith. And he heard about Faustina and the message of mercy in the three o'clock hour. And it so took him, it brought him back to the Catholic church. And he would have his, prior to coming back, he would set his uh, clock for the three o'clock hour. And he would tell his evangelical Christian sons, (laughs) set your watch at three o'clock and thank God for his mercy at every three o'clock. Can you speak about, uh, speak a little bit more about some of these, the hour in the image and the chaplet. Right. The whole thing fits so beautifully together. The Feast of Divine Mercy is the big one. It's appropriate that it starts off, and I think that's probably where we will spend the most time, and then I can finish by explaining the other. But the Feast is so critical, important. What is it, and what is the promise that Jesus makes through it? Our Lord, when he appeared to St. Faustina, told her about this Feast of Mercy that he wanted her to institute through the church and he told her it had to be on the eighth day and she didn't know what that meant and he said the sunday after easter now we call that the eighth day because it's an octave and an octave Mm -hmm. in the tradition of the jews from which we come in our faith is when a feast was so big that they couldn't celebrate it in one day they would celebrate it over eight days Mm -hmm. and that eight-day octave that is Easter starts with Easter Sunday, day one, and then you tick off eight more days and you fall back on Sunday eight days later, and that's the eight days. So you have Easter Sunday, day one, Monday two, Wednesday three, Thursday four, Friday five, uh, Saturday six, I'm sorry, Friday six, Saturday seven, and Divine Mercy Sunday is eight. So it's mm-hmm. the eighth day. Why is that so important? Because on the eighth day, the Jews, the number that we always think of when we hear of biblical or Jewish tradition is seven. And we think of seven as being the perfect number. The difference is to the Jews, seven represented time or creation. Mm -hmm. But it was the number eight to the Jews that represented eternity. And so what Jesus was telling St. Faustina was eight represents eternity. And guess what? On the eighth symbolic day, we will all enter into eternity. So he is the groom. We know the church fathers have always taught the nuptial symbolism of the mass. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it is in our faith, we believe that Christ is the groom and we, the church, are the bride. Well, in the Jewish tradition, when the groom comes for his bride, he wants her spotless. Well, Mm -hmm. most of us have stain on our wedding garment, which is our soul. And so our Lord asks us 
to become his bride through being the church, the nuptial uh, relationship or the symbolism. And he makes it very clear that I'm going to give you this promise on this eighth day when you enter into eternity to be spotless because we're so full of stain that the groom can't bring his bride to the the wedding feast because we're not spotless. Every Jewish groom wanted his bride to be that way. And so how do we cleanse? What's the promise of Divine Mercy Sunday? It's a complete cleansing. And the reason they say it's like a second baptism, it's not a second baptism, but the reason mm-hmm. it's like a second baptism, because what does the baptism do is it wipes away all sin and punishment. And the beautiful part of that sacrament of baptism is it gives us a complete renewal, a complete forgiveness of sin and all punishment. And so the promise that Jesus makes on Divine Mercy Sunday is that the soul that has been to confession, which you can do any time before Divine Mercy Sunday, as long as you're in a state of grace, and receives Holy Communion on that day. Mm-hmm. Jesus promises in 699 of the diary, the soul that does that, that's been to confession, and receives Holy Communion will be completely and ultimately cleansed of not only all sin, which we get in the confessional, but all punishment, which we may be owed temporal punishment after our confessions because we maybe are not detached or we still have to atone from some of the sins we have committed. Christ promises to wipe all of that away. What that means is on this one day, your soul will never be cleaner other than the moment of your original baptism, than it is on Divine Mercy Sunday. And the beauty, all you have to do is go to confession and communion and have a desire to change your, you know, your heart, your, your, your sinful ways. And then finally, Father, before the talk or before the call, you and I talked about plenary indulgence. A lot mm-hmm. of people will hear that and think, well, this is just a plenary indulgence. Here's the difference. Yes, the results are the same. The the complete remission of all temporal punishment uh, due to sins already confessed. But the difference is a plenary indulgence has the condition that you can have no attachment to sin, even venial. That condition does not apply according Mm -hmm. to Christ. In other words, there's no soul excluded. No matter how broken we are, no matter how sinful we are, we can receive this grace. And people will say to me all the time, well, Father, that just means, okay, I'm cleansed up into that point. I'm just going to fall in the gutter again. You can't imagine the stories I have heard of people who are addicted to pornography, alcohol, drugs. And on that day, as broken as they were, they were cleansed of all sin and punishment. But then they come back to me. I've got dozens of stories of people that that also ended their addictions. It also ended their sinful ways. It ended and changed their life. So the grace is incredible. You don't want to miss this day. (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. What a great blessing to to hear this, the the promise of divine mercy. In our second segment, we're going to be fleshing, continue to flesh this out a little bit more, including the other parts of Finch, of of the feast and image and novena, chaplet, 
and the hour of mercy. We are blessed to have you, Father Chris, and look forward to talking to you in a moment. I'm Father Brian Nolan for Catholic Review Radio, and we'll be back in a moment. Archdiocese of Baltimore makes the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through training and background checks and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese's efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org accountability. Catholic News from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. If you have a special love for the Eucharist and want to share it with others, the Archdiocese of Baltimore wants you to consider becoming a Eucharistic missionary. Eucharistic missionaries are Catholics who will receive special support in spreading devotion to the Blessed Sacrament in parishes throughout the Archdiocese as part of the National Eucharistic Revival launched by the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. Those interested are encouraged to contact their pastors. For more information, visit catholicreview.org. The Archdiocese of Baltimore reinstituted the reception of communion under both species on Holy Thursday, April 6th. At the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, the Archdiocese had suspended the distribution of the communion cup in response to concerns on the spread of COVID-19. The timing of the implementation for the resumption of distribution of the cup in parishes is left to the discretion of each pastor. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. More than 52,200 people have been killed over the last 14 years in Nigeria just for being Christian, according to a new report published April 10th by the International Society for Civil Liberties and the Role of Law, which is headquartered in eastern Nigeria. The attacks on Christians have also led to significant problems with people being forced to flee their homes. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. Archbishop William E. Lurie celebrated the grand opening of a new Head Start facility operated by St. Vincent de Paul of Baltimore in the former St. James and John School in East Baltimore, April 12th. The fully renovated building is the result of a $3 million investment in the historic East Baltimore community. The building, one of the oldest Catholic school buildings in Baltimore City, features 10 refurbished classrooms with fully integrated technology, improved ventilation systems, and many state-of-the-art improvements. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm George Matisek. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Review Radio. My name is Father Brian Nolan. I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are blessed to have Father Chris Alar with us. We're talking about Divine Mercy. It's Divine Mercy Sunday, and it's Divine Mercy. It's a timely message with the promise of Divine Mercy. So in our first segment, we talked of the huge significance of the feast, including people who had a new freedom and spotless souls at another level. And what a great witness. Thank you for sharing that, Father Chris. Uh, can you yes. speak more specifically about Things like, well, let's first talk about the image. It was a request from Jesus to Faustina to make this image painted and known. Speak to that for us. 
Sure. Uh, you know, the acronym we mentioned in the first part of the show, Finch, we just explained the graces of the of the feast, which is the F. Well, let's go into how it ties to the next letter, I, which is the image of divine mercy. And the reason why is because in the image, Jesus appeared to St. Faustina on February 22nd, 1931, and told her to have a, the an image painted of what she saw. And so that image was painted. It's a famous image we all know that has the our Lord with his right hand raised in the form of a blessing. He's in a white robe similar to a Catholic priest's alb. And emanating from his heart are two rays. These are the rays of blood and water. What makes these rays so important is everything is in those two rays. Mm-hmm. And our whole faith is in those two rays. And people are like, well, Father, how is that? Or how can that be? Okay. Satan only has two tools. Sin and the result of sin is death. So, and that's why Jesus died for us to pay our penalty for sin because the penalty for sin is death. And then he conquered it by resurrecting. But Satan's only two tools are sin and death. So let's look at the first tool of Satan, sin. How is that conquered? How is that wiped away? Well, the first ray, the cleansing waters of baptism and confession. That is what wipes away sin. So Satan, mm-hmm. his tool of sin is wiped away by the pale ray, the cleansing waters of baptism and confession. Then what's the second tool of Satan? Death. Well, what overcomes death? Life. And what was life to the Jews? Blood. Blood was the life of any being. And so the second ray, the red ray, coming from our Lord's heart, is the red ray is the blood. And that blood, which represents life, conquers death. Now, what is that blood? It's the precious blood. It's the Eucharist. So we have in those two rays everything to conquer Satan's only two tools. And those two rays represent the two sacraments our Lord asks us to get on Divine Mercy Sunday, confession Mm -hmm. and Holy Communion. And so when we turn to that image and we immerse ourselves in those rays, it, the confession cleanses us and the spiritual, the, the precious blood seals us and we are completely renewed. We are completely given a new birth. And this is why it's called the new creation. When Jesus came in the upper room and breathed on the apostles, the only other time God breathed on man was in that creation Now he breathes on the apostles. It's the new creation. And guess when that was? It was the first Divine Mercy Sunday. It was the Sunday Mm -hmm. after Easter. And so Mm -hmm. in that image, we have it all. And then you have the whole Paschal mystery because you have Holy Thursdays in there with, with the Eucharist and the precious blood. You have Good Friday, the wounds of Christ. You have Easter Sunday, the resurrection. Our Lord is in his glorified state. 40 days later, you have the ascension because our Lord's right hand is raised in a blessing, which he did before ascending to the Father. And finally, you got Pentecost because what is the Pentecost? It's the the forming of the church. The Holy Spirit was sent down. And what are the blood and the water, the rays of the image? That is the Holy Spirit. The, the Holy Spirit coming out from our Lord's pierced side and forming the church all is in this image. And so after the feast, the image connects to that. And then we have N, we have the Novena. The Novena starts on Good Friday and continues to the Saturday before Divine Mercy Sunday. 
And in it, our Lord asks to bring all the groups of peoples, both sinners and those who are pleasing to him, and mm-hmm. such as priests and religious. And he asks to bring the souls of sinners. So we pray each day of that nine days in Novena, asking for Lord's, you know, Lord's mercy on those groups of people. And those are the particular groups, the schismatics and heretics. Those are the ones displeasing. But he asked to bring the souls of little children to him. Those are the ones that are pleasing. So we, we are now approaching the meaning of that novena in a deep way. So that's powerful. Then we have C, mm-hmm. which is the chaplet, is so significant because Jesus promised that when you say this chaplet even once, and this is what brought me back to my faith. He said, mm-hmm. the sinner that prays this chaplet even once will have the graces necessary for salvation, meaning yeah. if we let it affect us and change our heart. And so he said, you pray it by the bedside of the dying. The pardon is the same. In other words, you can intercede. But if I may, Father, I'd, I'd like to explain real quick the meaning of that prayer. Because a lot of people hear the chaplet, Eternal Father, I offer you the body Mm -hmm. and blood, and they get confused. They're like, wait a minute, I'm not a priest. How can I Mm -hmm. offer this sacrifice like a priest could who offers Jesus to the Father in the Mass? Mm -hmm. Here is the incredible connection. The Mass is, it's so powerful because in our baptism, we share in the three offices of Christ, priest, prophet, and king. We are all prophets prophet teaches. We are all to teach mm-hmm. the ways of the Lord. We are all kings because a king governs. We're to govern our bodies, our families in the way of health and holiness. But we are also all priests, not just mm-hmm. you and me who are ministerial priests, but every listener, by virtue of their baptism, is shares in the common priesthood of Christ. And what mm-hmm. does a priest do? Offers sacrifice. So when you pray this chaplet, you're exercising your common priesthood. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I think is amazing is people always ask me, Father, what do I do if I miss Mass? What's the next best thing? If it's a date, well, if it's Sunday, you go to confession. But mm-hmm. if it's a weekday, what, to me, this is fascinating. The Mass is divided into two parts. The first part is liturgy of the word. So if you miss the Mass, pray a rosary. Because what is a rosary? It's meditation on scripture. It's not just a bunch of hymns. And that's for, for, a, for a daily mass, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So you mm-hmm. pray the rosary. It's a meditation on scripture. And then what's the second part of the mass? Liturgy of the Eucharist. And if you miss mass, the second part, the liturgy of the Eucharist, pray a chaplet of divine mercy. Because what does the priest do in liturgy of the Eucharist? He offers sacrifice. And you at home, being a common priesthood, you can pray the chaplet and you are offering sacrifice. So mm-hmm. if you pray the rosary, it's like liturgy of the word. Pray the chaplet, it's like liturgy of the Eucharist. And then you make a spiritual communion. You have just done the next best thing to go into, mm-hmm. then go into mass. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then last. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and, and the chaplet's all year round, right? This is at yeah. the three o'clock hour all year round. Exactly. Uh, and the three o'clock. Yeah, the three o'clock hour is 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 universal and it goes all year round and that's at three o'clock. That's at three mm-hmm. o'clock. Okay. Regarding the three o'clock hour, I remember 
when I was working prior to seminary, people would take like smoke breaks and I would take a divine mercy chocolate break. <laughs> you know, it was just like, it was like perfect. It was like nice to step away from the office and get a little bit outside for a few minutes and, and to intercede. Yeah, it was a great blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the beautiful part is that's the, the hour of our, our Lord's passion. It's the hour when our Lord um, took, you know, our, our sins upon himself. He died. And so at the three o'clock hour, our Lord reminds us constantly of the need for us to stop. In fact, he said at the three o'clock hour, you know, remember my passion, you know, stations of the cross, saying the mm-hmm. chaplet because it's about his passion or stopping into the chapel to adore him in the blessed sacrament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, we are so blessed to have you, Father Chris, for this, this really just reminder of the, the timely message of divine mercy and the promise of the divine mercy. Uh, hopefully learn more about Father Chris, especially at the Divine Mercy Shrine. If you've never made a visit there, it's worth traveling up to the National Shrine of Divine Mercy in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. So, well, thank you for coming today with us and really just sharing that message. Thank you for being with us today, Father Chris. Oh, God bless you and to all listeners and Thank you. Even if you're hearing this at a later date than Divine Mercy Sunday, we ask that all of you just ask God for that mercy to be able to receive the graces that he promised, even if it's a little later. God's grace is unbounded and infinite, so we pray that you can all receive it. Wonderful. I'm Father Brian Nolan for Catholic Review Radio. May God bless you. Remember the spirit of your parish community, the power of worshiping together, the warmth of friends new and old who share your faith. Join us for Mass this weekend. Visit archbelt.org to find a Catholic parish near you. Feel the joy. You're probably not getting much church news in your daily newspaper or on your local TV station. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. There are so many ways to stay in touch with the Catholic Review. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Catholic Review Media will inspire, teach, inform, and engage you wherever your faith takes you. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Tune in to Catholic Review Radio next week. Available on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM. Also, WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.